second of three days ended yesterday. We'll talk to John Hendricks of Saints News with Sports Illustrated in the 8 o'clock hour. Stanley Cup Finals last night. I don't know a ton about hockey, so I won't even try to fool you guys, though we'll mention it briefly later on. You know, I, in my life, one thing that I have been good at is impersonations. I used to impersonate Jay Walker to his face. He would laugh. I used to impersonate Coach Mark Hudspeth when he was at UL. He didn't laugh. He didn't find it funny. But his players found it hilarious. His wife thought it was funny as well. I'll tell you what, man, this good group of kids, man. I'm going to bench press 750 pounds. I don't know. I hadn't been around HUD in a while. Whatever it might be, man. Jay Gruden, John Gruden, either one. But let me tell you something. Spider 2Y banana. But, like, if you're going to impersonate someone, not just in their voice, but try to pull off a kind of acting like you're someone else, there's a key to it. Now, where am I going with this? I'm opening up a sports show talking about impersonations. There was the fake Clay Thompson, as he's known, a guy named Dawson. I forget his last name. Dawson. And you've probably read about this. It happened earlier uh, in the week. He, he, Monday night, four game five, he showed up to the Chase Center in California. And he had a, a camera guy with him filming all of this, by the way. He was wearing a Golden State Warriors hoodie. And some Warriors shorts. Does he look like Clay Thompson? If you just glanced at him at first glance, a little. Now he's, you know, Clay Thompson's a professional athlete, and Dawson is a little more chunky. You know, he's got a little more, little more baby fat around the face. But Dawson managed to pull it off, like for an hour. He goes through security, goes through metal detectors, as does his cameraman who's following him, following him. And he is being greeted like he's walking into Disney World by the security staff. Like, hey, how you doing, Clay? How you doing? He's kind of nodding his head, right? Gets into the Chase Center and gets some shots in. Like, warming up on the floor. Now, this is well before the game was going to tip off. But I'd imagine anybody that's in the arena watching, that's got to be. I I mean, maybe this dude has some game, but he ain't got Clay Thompson game. One of the best shooters ever. I feel like it'd be a dead giveaway. Like, I, I kind of look like Dave Matthews. If I get on stage, and I started trying to play the guitar, it would I'd be at it pretty quick. That's not Dave Matthews. Who is that dude with the big forehead? Oh, he's some weird sports radio guy. All right, now that's accurate. But Dawson gets in, and at some point... The gig was up probably when Clay, the real Clay, showed up. Like, what? I'm not here. And this guy, who is a season ticket holder, by the way, I want to say he had like courtside seats or close to it. So obviously he's got a lot of money. Getting seats like that in this economy, in that market, for that team. Banned for life from the Chase Center. And to his credit, he wasn't even mad about it. He's like, yeah, I, I get it. Like I, I of course I'm banned. I should be banned. I, I totally, I totally understand it. People keep asking. I'm giving up my ten thousand dollars season tickets and watching this championship team. It may not be on the floor for potentially a game seven. They win it all. Was it worth it? 
And I say, yeah, it absolutely was worth it. I got to be an NBA player for an hour. I'd say, I'd say he's handling it well. But the, 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 the cameraman following him and seeing this happen, the fake Clay Thompson getting banned, reminded me of a conversation Norman, and, Norman Lockett and I had about a time he snuck into an NFL venue like he worked there. When I mean, you hear these stories about the freaking Super Bowl, where you should have security on the highest alert of guys that have just snuck into Super Bowls. And it comes down to a single thing above all else. I say a single thing, a number of things, but there is one single thing that is at the top of the list and everything else is far down it, not even close. Everything else is a distant second. And that is confidence. Like if you're going to impersonate someone, if you're going to try to walk into a club, if you're going to try to act like you belong backstage somewhere, heck, you can just flash some badge. I'm not condoning it. Just flash a badge. Just walk by. If you start acting up, you get nervous, you're done. You're finished. You're out. They'll see it. They'll see right through it. Just stroll right in like you belong. If you have the confidence, you can be the con man or the con woman. Just be confident. Dawson was confident. And he said he got to be an NBA player for an hour. It was amazing. That's pretty cool. I'm sure the uh, the Chase Center will be on a much higher security alert. But this wasn't some ill-intentioned, bad-intentioned person trying to get in and do harm to anyone. This was just a guy that is known as fake Clay Thompson that for an hour got to be like the real Clay Thompson. ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. This is the Great Scott Show. Coming up, Brad Topham going to talk some baseball. College World Series is set. Who in his mind has no shot to win it of the eight teams there? Because I keep hearing about this thing being an open field Texas, Stanford, Notre Dame, Arkansas, Ole Miss, Oklahoma, Texas A&M. It's an open field I keep hearing. Auburn. But is it really? Can any of them win it or is there a favorite? I have the betting favorites up for you, by the way, over at ESPNLafayette.com and the ESPN Lafayette app where you can click on Eat Lafayette and learn all about the Eat Lafayette campaign happening right now throughout this summer. Win a trip to Charlotte, eat delicious food, support local business. It's good all the way around. But we're going to talk to Brad about the College World Series and we're going to talk some Major League Baseball too. Are we, are we, are we heading for a Subway Series? Is that where we're going with this? It's been 22 years. Is that where we're going? Subway Series? Mets, Yankees? I mean, you, you know, you had some good hockey in New York, but basketball, pro basketball was garbage. Pro football is garbage. Those teams can't win anything. Baseball, pretty good summer at NYC. But we'll talk about that. Most disappointing team in Major League Baseball right now, the immaculate innings tossed in the Astros game. Not just once, but twice. Two different pitchers in a single game for the same team through an immaculate inning for the first time ever. And when it's the first time ever in, in, in pro baseball, in Major League Baseball history, that's been around for, what, 
1,236 years. It's uh, it's rare that you have a first time ever in Major League Baseball is my point. But you got it. You got it on Wednesday. Astros beat the Rangers 9-2, but it was the immaculate innings within it. We're going to dig into all that. What is the most exciting thing to witness in Major League, in, in baseball, any level of baseball? We're going to talk to Brad Topham about that. We're going to talk Saints minicamp in the 8 o'clock hour. John Hendricks is scheduled to join me here on the Great Scott Show. We'll talk a little Stanley Cup. We'll have open phone lines later on as well. It is all coming your way right here on ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. Straight Talk Wireless knows there are plenty of reasons you might need a new phone. But switching to a better wireless provider doesn't have to be one of them. Keep your own phone and save when you switch to any Straight Talk wireless plan, like our $45 Silver Unlimited plan with unlimited high-speed data and 5 gigs of hotspot, plus nationwide 5G and America's best networks. Keep your own phone. Switch to a better wireless plan. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Requires a compatible unlocked phone and QIOP kit. 5G capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. See latest terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. Progressive is America's number one motorcycle insurer, so we understand motorcycles. No, really, we have a bike translator. Uh, okay, this is awkward, but this bike says he'd appreciate it if you removed his skull pattern saddlebags. He feels self-conscious about them around all the other bikes, and he says you're not fooling anyone. You mostly ride with your golfing buddies. <laughs> Listen, I'm just the messenger here. Oh, no, I don't want to say that. I think you made yourself clear. Quote with Progressive and see if you could save with America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Chuck Lane of Speed Pro Imaging explains why graphic artists, professional designers, and sign shops bring their big jobs to them. For example, you know we, we work with several uh, sign companies in town. Their customer comes in, they may need 500 you know, 4 by 8s that they want to put up all over town. Well, they may not have the equipment for that. So they come in, it's their way to serve their client without having to invest you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars on a piece of equipment. When your big job's got to be your best job, you better call Speed Pro Imaging. Chuck Lane and the Speed Pro team specialize in custom production of large format, high resolution color graphics. They design, print, and install a wide variety of media to create stunning pop signage, event graphics, wall murals, vehicle wraps, outdoor banners, and more. SpeedPro works seamlessly with small business owners, designers, ad agencies, and print and sign shops to deliver top quality, high value visuals. And SpeedPro now offers window tinting by BG Window Tint. Visit SpeedProAcadiana.com to find out how they can deliver next level graphic solutions. SpeedPro Imaging of Acadiana. Great big graphics. Hello, Acadiana. It's the AV Man here from Audio Video Innovators. We are happy to announce that several of our long-awaited shipments of Sonos have come in. Sonos has become one of the most popular electronic speaker lines on the planet, and they've been very hard to get. We have a great selection of arc and beam sound bars, as well as their amps and self-powered speakers. While supplies last, I want you to make time to come in and let our team show you why it's become one of our best-selling speaker lines. In our car stereo department, we are proud to be one of only a couple of authorized Linkswell dealers in Louisiana. We're talking Tesla-style radios with 9 to 12-inch in-dash video screens that fit most vehicles. You owe it to yourself to come in today and let our team show you why AVI's become Acadiana's best. That's AVI, locally owned and family operated in Acadiana for over 30 years. 
of Ambassador between Sam's and Walmart. Prescription products require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required. Refund available for 60 days after purchase. Have you heard about HIMSS? Apparently, they take the awkwardness out of treating ED, and the process is really straightforward. HIMSS? Yeah, my buddy gets his ED meds through them. Said their online process is much simpler than going to a doctor's office. Oh, yeah, their entire process is only a few steps, and they only ship ED meds from certified pharmacies in the U.S. that are 100% FDA approved. All you got to do is go to 4 Slash radio. You just answer a few questions, select your treatment preferences, and fill out some health information. Then a healthcare provider reviews the info and determines which medication, if any, is right for you. If it's prescribed, it ships free right to your door. I think I'm going to check these Hims guys out. And get this, the ED medication I was prescribed is 90% cheaper than Viagra and has the same active ingredient. I can finally satisfy my partner. For a free online consultation, go to forhims.com slash radio. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash radio. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help troubleshoot the likely cause of your pesky check engine light for free and get you back on the road. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. The biggest names in sports are talking to you every day on the Rich Eisen Show with me, Rich Eisen. I know! Every weekday from noon to 3, right here on ESPN Lafayette, ESPNLafayette.com, and the ESPN Lafayette app. While the team's giving all they got against the opponent, He's given all he's got on the airwaves. Give me all you got! Give me all you got! It's the Great Scott Show with Scott Prather on ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. No sleep till. Back into the great Scott show. Joining me now, color analyst for Raging Cajun baseball, former Raging Cajun catcher, and a man who is uh, excited for the College World Series. That would be my friend Brad Topham, who joins us now. Good morning, Top. What's going on, dude? Oh, getting ready for, I guess, the, the last college thing of the year every year it's one thing baseball has is with it's the very last thing it's it, it is you know you have omaha and then you just you, maybe the nba finals are still going on maybe the stanley cup finals are still going on maybe stanley cup maybe because this year it's kind of late i mean it started on wednesday but it is kind of like it it to me anyway because usually the nba is done yeah. it feels like that's it. And then, you know, you have hot dog eating contests on 4th of July and, you know, training camp videos where we overanalyze everything. I'm guilty of it. I mean, it's, you really can't sink your teeth into much outside of Major League Baseball. But, Brad, I mean, I, you know, for a lot of folks, they kind of, for the casual Major League Baseball fan, it's kind of like, you know, call me in October. So um, I know I'm I'm lumping college and pro together, but but to your point, the end of the College World Series, at least for me and working in this business as long as I have, it always kind of feels like the end of the sports calendar and then a new one kind of reset shortly thereafter. Yeah, it always does. I mean, honestly, College World Series with the three game, with the, uh, the play in, 
the three game, the two at best two out of three on the Monday after. So by the time you're done, if you actually went to that game, by the time you got home, it would actually be, you know, what June 29th, June 30th. Yeah. So really, you're talking about vacation. If we're being honest about it, vacation and then training camps. There it is. Pretty much what comes around the corner. That's it. And then you know, fall camp for college football, and it's it's on. But you still got some baseball left. Eight teams in Omaha. Um, Texas and Stanford right now are the betting favorites, but they're only plus 400. A&M is, I guess, the biggest underdog, but it's only plus 800. I mean, it's not like they're separated by a lot. And I realize it's just betting. It's not, you know, they're just the books are saying, who do we think is going to put money on who? But you can read into it a little bit. Um, for Texas, who... Uh, the, the, <laughs> The amazing stat to me about Texas, Brad, isn't so much this team as it is just Texas as a program. You've had, I, I want to say, maybe 75 College World Series, and Texas has been in more than them. They have been in more College World Series than they haven't. Like, they've been in, like, 38, and I think they haven't been in 37. That, that's, you talk, about, you talk yeah. about an incredible program with a history. Texas baseball, I don't know if they're going to win it because I think it's wide open. My pick is Oklahoma. But in terms of just tradition, you may not have a whole bunch of, you know, top national seeds this year like you normally do. You have a few in Stanford and and in A&M. And then Auburn is all the way as a 14. But, I mean, Texas goes in there. They might not have been a national seed, but they've got the history. They got the prestige. They've got the hitting. And their pitching seems to have come around at the perfect time for them. Well, Texas at one point was the number one team in the country. When they beat LSU in the uh, the Shriner Classic, they were the number one team in the country. Doing what Tennessee did from right off the gate, that long winning streak, is hard to do. It's very it's next to impossible to be the best team in the country. But think about it. You had Ole Miss. Now, they had injuries, but as the number one team at one point. You had Arkansas. You had Texas. Well, they're all in the College World Series now because the talent was there. But it's it, even in college baseball, it's it's a marathon, not a sprint. It's 56 games, and then it's a postseason, and then it's a regional, and then it's a super regional. Long term, two things either happen: talent wins out, or the hottest a team that's got comparable talent gets red hot. And Texas and OU and Ole Miss have gotten red hot. Now, for me, I was just, I'll tell you up front, I, put, I got OU at 8-1, to one, and I got Notre Dame at 6-1, to one, and I put money on both of them. Now, I, I, I like OU. Now, why OU and Notre Dame and not the others? Because you've, you've been – look, I'll give you credit. You've been touting them since the start of the tournament. Because, see, OU, it, it's like anything. Um, NFL, let's be fair. At the NFL, it's not who's playing best. It's who's healthiest. Because with a week off in between and all that stuff, it's really do you have all your starters and the best team wins. It doesn't matter who's playing the best. Um, even in the NBA, they, they space the, the finals out so much. But in, in this tournament, dude, you can throw four pitchers and not overthrow them at all and win the whole dang thing with four arms. It's, it, you really can. Because, I mean, you play – so, for example, the Friday games play Sunday – if you win the first two games, you don't play again until Wednesday or Thursday. And uh, sorry, Friday, Sunday, Tuesday. 
if you win Tuesday, you don't play again until the following Saturday. So your Friday guy can turn around and throw. You know, it, it's amazing how they, they set this thing up, you know, for money, and it spreads it out. So you, you get a couple hot arms, a hot reliever, and a team that's hitting well, and you can go a long way. And what's happened is they got a big lefty at OU named Jake Bennett, who's really good, and they got a reliever who actually started one of the regional games, who hadn't given give up one run run like his last six outings, and he's pitched really well. But they haven't – the thing they didn't do, they didn't have to overthrow anybody. Like just as an example, um, OU threw their, – their Friday – the lefty Jake Bennett is probably going to be open game starter tonight. He throws Liberty. They used him for 20 pitches on the Monday. Then they held him until the Saturday at Virginia Tech, threw 100 pitches, so he, he didn't throw, you know, 80 pitches one day and 70 the next. My point is it, he, wasn't over, he wasn't overused, and he's one of their best arms. He's a lefty, and they're just hitting well, Scott, and they're just playing good baseball. I watched him against Virginia Tech. Dude, Virginia Tech was good, and they just – and Virginia Tech rolled out arm after arm. A lot of them were older. Some of them were transfers. They were all in the low to mid-90s, and OU just kept hitting. And I, I just – for me, I will take a hot team – over a more talented team. That's why I put my money on Notre Dame, partly because I didn't like Tennessee. And other part was, you know, it's just a hot team playing well that's motivated, plays better than an arrogant team full of talent. And I think that's why they won out. And like I said, I'm just looking, I'm I'm personally looking to ride the hot team. Brad, top of our guests, College World Series games get underway Friday night. And the last uh, shoot, you know, uh, 11 or 12 days, depending on how, uh, depending on how long the, the final championship series goes, two or three games. But what, what, first of all, Brad, have you ever been to Omaha for a College World Series? Yes. What, what's, yeah. Uh, you, were you at the old Rosenblatt or have you been to the new one? Because what I've heard is that while the new one has some nice amenities and it feels like a big league park, that that's almost a, a double-edged sword because people miss the intimacy that Rosenblatt brought to the games. Oh, there's no character. The park has no character. It's it's a baseball field. It is a high class baseball field. It's a major. It's not even listen. It's not a new major league park. Like I've been, I got to go to Truist when we were playing Georgia State. There's a lot of nooks. You go into Minute Maid. There's nooks. There's bins. There's character at Minute Maid. This park doesn't have any of that. This looks like um, I guess for me, it probably it looks like what Turner Field was, a generic stadium built in 1996 that was converted from a track stadium for the Olympics into a baseball stadium. It was just, it's a stadium. There's no character. But I will tell you, though, there was also no air moving whatsoever at Old Rosenblatt. Oh, my God, it was so hot when I was there. And then because of the superstructures, the way everything is, it blocked the wind, you know, because they added on to the press box. They added on luxury suites and all this stuff. So there was no airflow. And in the concourse, it was the old school cramped no acs in the bathroom no fans in the hallways it was miserable underneath there so i love the fact that i got to go to old rosenblatt i can't tell you that i miss it but the new field you 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 might as well be playing at petco or you know not even petco it's got it's got character to it just like old shea stadium you know just a generic big park that that, that thing that thing had character because it was a dump i mean you're 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 in a a weird way you think you're insulting shea you're actually kind of complimenting it let's not act like it was no i'm not insulting shea no no i'm I'm saying shea was just a big generic stadium 
It was characters of shit. It was it was it's a big generic stadium. It was it was rough. It was rough. Um, yeah. it, it needed to be it needed to be torn down. But you know, when you have history, you can get away with it. Like Wrigley Field ain't nice, but it's Wrigley Field. You know, if you if you did something to it and then put something newer or shinier, it's like I don't know. I mean, maybe twenty years from now, twenty five years from now, this new stadium in Omaha will feel different. But when it's generic and it's new and it replaced Rosenblatt, yeah, I, I I understand why the baseball purists, especially the college ones, are like, I miss the old ways. Sometimes it it yeah. just it just takes time. ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. Um, what what team of these eight? Uh, you got Texas, Stanford, Notre Dame, Arkansas, Ole Miss, Auburn, Oklahoma, and Texas A and M. Which team in your mind would be the biggest surprise? Is there because I keep you know I keep hearing from people that, oh, that's that follow, well, but you say biggest surprise is easy, and yet I also hear well it's kind of a wide open field. Is it really that open, Brad? I mean, is there a team in your mind that really just doesn't have a shot? Well, because you can honestly say Ole Miss doesn't belong, and you can say Auburn and A and M are way ahead of schedule. I'm going to tell you something that happened to A and M. And this is the thing I don't get. This is the part of the transfer portal that it's just, it's free agency a little bit. And I don't mean it in a bad way. The starting catcher for A&M is a grad transfer from Oregon State, the number three team in the country. He was first team all Pac-12. While I guarantee you he had a scholarship renewed and he was, he was at Oregon State. He's at a class program. He just wanted to play South. Um, the second baseman, was a grad transfer from Stanford where he was second team all Pac-12. They were the number two seed this year. So A&M is way ahead of schedule, but it's because those transfers made a big difference. Auburn is way ahead of schedule. Ole Miss was written off for dead, and it was, okay, what's it going to call? The, Ole Miss the, is back on schedule, Brad. They were, they're yeah, they're yeah. back on schedule. They got off of it big time, and they just happened to get be the last team in, and now they, yeah. they're, they're back on it. Before they beat LSU, before they swept LSU at Alex Box, when people put out the things about the, will, how much will it take to buy out Bianco and blah, 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 no one even snapped back at them. They were like, yeah, this is bad. But So to me, it's not, it's not wide open because to me, I don't think Auburn has a chance. I really don't think Ole Miss does. They played well. I still don't think. I, I think in the long run, I think there's some more talented teams because Auburn has a talent deficit because of the injuries to their pitching staff. Now they've overcome it. But you're now at the World Series. It, it's, hard, it's hard to overcome. Um, you know what the most interesting thing is? I'm looking at a breakdown of it, Scott. The craziest thing is the worst scoring team in the tournament is, is Arkansas, seven runs a game. The highest scoring team is Texas, eight runs a game. Everybody's in between. Wow. They all score seven runs, you know, like that. Yeah. Um, it's, they're all pretty much right there. So here's what I'll tell you. The, the most powerful team by far is Texas. Now, you have to count. Uh, I don't know what the wins are like in Austin after what I saw at Texas State. I don't know anything about that. Ivan Melendez will probably win the Golden Spikes. He's got 31 bombs. He actually was at Tulane before he transferred two years back. But they got eight of the eight of the nine starters have 10 home runs. You're going to Rosenblatt. That some there a lot of times the ball just doesn't carry out of that park. So I don't know if Texas is going to ride it because of. They're slug. Now, I gave you the runs per game. Only Texas and Stanford have a slug over 500. Everybody else is in the fours, but Texas is all the way at 560. So another, my point is if Texas can't swing their way out of it, they're not going to swing at all. 
I think teams that are equipped to play in the ballpark a little bit better and make things happen. That's why I like the defense of Oklahoma and the pitching of Oklahoma, but not pitching depth, frontline guys. As long as they're winning, they're, they're, their pitch depth is as good as anybody's. Brad Topham, our guest, ESPN Lafayette. You haven't really mentioned Arkansas. What do you make of them? You know, Arkansas is a year late, if that makes sense. You're the number one team last year. You're dominant. You're the most dominant pitcher in baseball and cop. And then you lose two in a row at your own park, which you hadn't done all year. And you lose them in the Super Regional. You know, so that's, that's just it, – it's mind-numbing that it happened. Um, but I don't put anything past Van Horn – and here's my thing. The only thing that scares me about a Notre Dame, an OU, Ole Miss, A&M, they're happy to be here kind of thing. They aren't expecting it. Arkansas has got unfinished business. You know what I mean? Arkansas is right back on that edge where they go. If you want my team that I think, if we're being fair, if I took a favorite, to me, if I had just had to put, you know, my life on it, I bet Stanford. When I told you that Southern Miss was going to be LSU in the Super Regional, I said they were desperate. Ole Miss against Southern Miss in the Super Regional, Ole Miss played desperate. Southern Miss didn't because how hard they had fought that they were on that roll. Do you? Re- I don't know if you remember this, and I had forgotten until recently. Stanford was one strike from beating Mississippi State and going on to the CWS final. Mm-hmm. Walked a guy, a flared hit, another base hit, and a wild pitch. All happened. They were two outs, two strikes, nobody on. They're about to beat them. Brutal. And, eliminate, and, and then they lose it. And that's the team that I watched, and I paid some attention to them, especially against Texas State. And Texas State came in, and I think they were a little more than – I don't think uh, Stanford was ready. They played good this past weekend – you know, and I think Stanford's really good. To, but again, for me, um, I think the crucible of the SEC helps. Arkansas's got a good pitching staff, but Notre Dame is a team that's been disrespected two years in a row. They should I, I said it from day one, they should have got a regional. Well, they proved that to be true by beating everybody. Um, but it's, this is, so this is the thing. Texas will swing their way to the title if, if that becomes a thing. But this isn't the 1990s. I don't think you can do that anymore. Arkansas is good, but Notre Dame's got an ERA below three. The only other one is Stanford. And, that, you know, and that's where I think it really comes into play. Notre Dame has a field 980. Now, so does Arkansas. So does Texas. And that's it. You know, OU, the reason I picked them, they're riding the hot hand. So, but it, it's, so I guess to be, I'm not only talking circles, but, it is open to a degree. I'm not wide open to me means all eight teams can win it. I don't think that's true, but I do think at least four different teams could win it. And the, and of those four, there's not an overwhelming favorite, right? Um, no, because I can make an argument. No matter what you tell me, I can make an argument. Now, if it had been Tennessee, the only argument against Tennessee would have been arrogance, and you know, eventually, because it, there was no weak areas. The reason OU is they're playing great baseball. And they only have to play great baseball for about six more games. And they've done it for the last 10 against, against Texas. Remember, they won the Big 12. So they played Texas. They played Texas Tech. They played uh, TCU, all teams in the super, all teams in regionals. 
So OU's playing the best baseball. Texas has the better offense than anybody. Notre Dame's got the best probably pitching staff defense team-wise. And I wouldn't put anything past Arkansas. I I think Auburn's too early. A&M's too early. Ole Miss, they're they're probably just happy to be here by now. So that's just kind of my thing. Brad Topham breaking it down. College World Series beginning Friday night. Brad, while I got you on Wednesday in the uh, Astros-Rangers game, for the first time ever, you had two pitchers record an immaculate inning in one game for the same team, uh, Luis Garcia right. and Phil Matt. So, you know, nine pitches, three strikeouts. That's And then Astros went on to win big. Like, have you ever seen an immaculate inning uh, before? I mean, you know, you, you probably have because, you know, you, you follow high school and stuff. But have you ever seen it in college or pros in your life? I know I've never had one at UL. I know we almost had one, and Jay brought it up, and the next pitch got fouled off. Um, believe it or not, a lot of times in high school, you didn't. I didn't get it because guys that were that dominant, um, we throw a waste pitch because people would chase it because you're always afraid that when a guy's flat out dominating on O two, you know, if you're dominating that much in high school, we're going to throw you an O two miss pitch to see if you'll chase. So I don't give up some player hit. Um, so I may have called one in my life when I was calling pitches, but no, I can't, I can't even put my finger on it. So it's very possible. I didn't, I can put my finger on no hitters. I've called and a perfect game. I called, but I cannot remember doing it. So I can tell you this playing, never saw it and doing UL games. I never, I've never called one. What is like two in one game is ridiculous. What, what in your mind is the coolest thing, you know, in baseball, is it stealing home? Is it a triple play? Is it a no hitter? Or I guess if you're going to go the no-hitter route, you would say perfect game. But, like, what 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 in, in your mind is at the top of the list? And, man, if I could be there for that, that would be it. Oh, seeing – having the field of view to see the guy take his lead and not have to turn your head back and forth. So being at the correct angle to where you could tell the guys about to steal home and watch him do it. That is – I'm sorry, but that is the most exciting play in baseball. That uh, before – I would rather take that – three-second blip overseeing a perfect game as far as excitement goes. If I had to choose anything, obviously, it would be a perfect game. But, no, dude, just seeing it, like, because I don't like to sound dumb, but you're like, wait, that has got a big lead. Is he about to, is he about to, you know, you're like, wait, oh, oh, wait, he's going, he's going. And you're like, oh, my God. I mean, just just to see it. Uh, Degg did it once this year with Connor Kemple, a guy you would not expect him to do it. And I'm telling you, the rush of adrenaline is just awesome just to see it. Because you know what people normally do, right? Sprint 40 feet down the line and stop. And you're, as you're getting excited, you're expecting the person to stop. And then they don't stop. And you just, I don't know, it builds in so fast. But, yeah, stealing home is one of the absolute coolest things there is. ESPN Lafayette, best ticket in sports. Brad Topham breaking it down while I got you. As we wrap it up, Major League Baseball. Um New York state of mind, Brad, uh, because in, in the Big Apple, uh, they had a good hockey season. It came to an end. But their football teams are trash. Their basketball team is trash in terms of winning and losing, okay? Sure. The, the, the summer in NYC, though, baseball-wise, I mean, the Yankees and the Mets with, you know, the two best records in each uh, in, in the MLB and best record in each league could I mean, we're ways off here. And believe me, I know the Mets might, you know, find a way to screw it up. But 
could we see a subway series? I mean, I'll never forget the last time it happened. And, you know, I mean, could, could we, could we see one again 22 years later? I don't, there's no reason not to, because look, the Mets, and this ain't taking a shot to Mets, who I don't like, and I know they're your team, but the Mets should have been a lot better last year. Um, I, I think you needed Buck Showalter. I've heard you say it before, and it's a great, it's a probably the perfect reference. He's the Tom Thibodeau of the of MLB. That's it. He's going, if he's in a bad program, he'll stick around for a while and make him kind of relevant, and, but then eventually he'll wear himself out. He's with a bunch of talented guys. He'll wear himself out sooner, but in the same time frame, they'll win. They'll win. And, uh, I, 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 you know, when you hired Buck Showalter, I was more worried about that. And give him this. for I know you got a nut job for an owner. But he told his GM, make a baseball decision. Money's not the factor. And you cut a guy you owe $20 million to. Hey, because he's, it was the right he, any, anything is better than the will puns. I mean, when when – when the Mets were purchased by a guy who grew up as a Mets fan, come on. I mean, fan, you don't think the Washington Commanders, I mean, they would take a new owner in a second. Heck, they would pay their own hard money to get rid of Dan uh, Snyder. Yes. And I'm sure they would love a guy that's an actual football fan and, and one of that. Like, it's it, – look, there's some sports fans that own teams, but there are a lot of just billionaires that own teams. You know, they're business people. They're not sports sure. fans. To get a sports fan – that grew up and it was their favorite team and they buy the team. I mean, that's, that's, that is as rare as it gets. So, I mean, sure. Nut job oh, or he, not. I'll, I'll, I'll take that in a second, especially compared to what it used to be. Good Lord. Well, and the catch is, and for Yankees fans that hate them, Steinbrenner would buy and buy and buy. And then when it, but when it, they, they forget the years it didn't work when they would lose their mind that Steinbrenner, you know, had all these big contracts and, well, we're losing because you sign people just based on their name and what they did in the past. You didn't sign them based on what they could do for your team. And you're, you got a GM. You finally got some people in place that can make concrete baseball decisions. And Buck is a big part of that. No, dude, it's, I mean, my Braves are the hottest things on the man right now. And that's fine, but there's no reason the team can't play. Well, the only thing you got to watch for the Mets, and this is, this is a weird thing. You have two race. You have two Kentucky Derby racehorse thoroughbreds coming. They can't have the idea of oh, once we get these guys, we're gonna. Right. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. That's the concern. That's the only concern I, I would say. You can't have that concept. The no, whole, you just got to oh, implement them in. And I Scherzer think comes back once yeah. the Grom comes back. Yeah, but the problem that Mets had last year, you had some of the worst run production in baseball when those two guys pitch. For two reasons, it's, it's, it's twofold. Max Fried, for example, the Braves lefty. You, which game you think he's going to pitch better when he faces Degrom or when he faces some guy I don't even know? So you, the guys do pitch better against you, but as long as the Mets don't fall into the fallacy, oh, once these guys come back, we got it. If they just keep playing the way they're playing now, and then add Degrom and Scherzer in, there's no reason you don't win 100 games. And 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 Showalter's got a lot to do with that. Um, you know, I got well, I got a bunch sure. of people, you know, teasing me when they. When they hired him, and I'm like, you know what? It's I. It's it's not a bad hire. I mean, if you want to tease me, wait like six years and then tease me. But right now, yeah, I wouldn't tease you. I wouldn't tease him. <laughs> that, you know, no. I mean, what you're gonna find is we're gonna do it this way, and we're gonna play hard, and 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 it's working. I mean, it, it, are, are the White Sox the most What's disappointing? Needed. Are the White Sox the most disappointing team in Major League Baseball right now? 
Yeah, they'll never fire the manager because that idiot that owns the team said the biggest mistake he ever made was firing the guy. Well, now keeping the guy too long is going to be your mistake. Just because you made a mistake firing somebody 30 years ago doesn't mean it's smart to keep them now. No, LaRusso's an idiot. And, dude, I'm sorry, that whole conversation, you remember with the, with the uh, walking the guy with two strikes? Oh, my and, God. But here's my problem. His immediate argument comes back, goes, what's Muncie hitting with two strikes? And I wanted to grab him and go, dude, when you walk that guy to get to Muncie, you didn't know you were going to have two strikes on him, you idiot. So quit using that as a frame it of reference. It was so weird. It was so Boy, bizarre. It, 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 was, it was very bizarre. It's, it's too bad. And then the Angels, who looked like they were playing really well, and then oh. they, they lose 12 straight. And then Joe Madden, who's 68, I think, went and got a mohawk. And he was going <laughs> to use it as like a motive. It's true. It's really happened. He was, know, it, it, it was some kind of like motivational tool. He, he basically had something planned to try to fire the team up, not knowing huh? I'm getting fired today. So this 68-year-old, respectfully, I like Joe Madden, right? Um, he goes into his owner's office with a, a, a newly cut mohawk, and they're like, yeah, you're fired. We're moving on. I mean, that guy had to go home to his wife with a mohawk. He's like, yeah, honey, I got fired today. That's a weird... I don't know, man. I mean, if I ever get uh, get the can, I hope it's not on a day where I just come and just looking absolutely ridiculous. Uh, nothing against the Mohawk. Heck, my son got one for the summertime. He wanted one. Good. He's seven, right? Sixty-eight. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's it's, yeah. it's 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 one thing if it's man. The Angels are rolling. They all got Mohawks, and Madden did too. Isn't this cool? It's another to go get it as a motivational tool and then get fired before you even get to show your team. That's that's a that's a bad beat right there for old Joe. Well, and you know the crazy part, they've they've scored more runs than anybody in the AL West, but their pitching has still been abysmal. But the thing is, every other team that's got a winning record has a positive run differential. They're the only team in the American League with a positive run differential with a losing record. I know. So they're playing below their expectations. You can go down the line. You know, and the only other one in the National League is Miami, but that's because Miami's pitching staff is so good and their offense is so bad. Everybody else in baseball, if they have a positive run differential, has a winning record. But the Angels, you know? And it's just, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong there, but Joe's antics weren't working anymore. Honestly, let's be fair. He's living off of his Tampa Bay days. Yeah, I don't think a Mohawk was going to fix things, if we're being honest. No, I don't think that was going to do anything. I just... uh... A bad hair. What's the worst hair decision you ever made in your life? Worst hair decision? Yeah. I don't have any. I don't I mean, even done, I've never just, done anything. He's just always had nice hair. Look at him showing off. Hair. Look at him showing just, off. Uh, uh, the worst decision, how long, letting it grow long when I did during COVID, just to do it. And, dude, I just I look like a guido. That's as bad as I guess I could get, deciding, deciding to let it grow out. I just I can't do the slick back hair, the puff, the thick hair. Uh, oh man, that's just not me. So yeah, for me, I guess the only bad decision I guess I can say is that we don't look at hairdo. Look, I'm smart enough to know I can't grow a beard to save my life. So I don't try. Yeah, well, uh, speak for yourself. <laughs> yeah, I can't do it. Don't try. Don't try to do it. I, hey, dude, I said that for 20 years, and you know now I actually have a beard. Dude, a homeless it. person would give me money if he saw me with the beard. I used to I say just, this, I used to say the same thing because it it happened when I was younger and I you know it, I was in a play and the guy's like grow a beard I was like no he's like do it and I was like 
it's not going to be what you think it is. And it was pretty awful. And, <laughs> you know, 20 years later, I gave it a shot, and it's it's actually kind of working after a while. But it is what it is. That's yeah, Brad Topham. And by the way, that's all my gray hair is, too. So that's why I'm definitely not doing it. See, there it is. The, the truth eventually oh, yeah. comes There's out. a lot of gray there. The truth eventually comes out. Uh, College World it, Series getting away Friday night. It's going to be fun. Uh, love talking baseball with you. That's Brad Topham. And uh, Top Man, uh, safe travels. Happy anniversary to you and your wife. And um, we'll talk you. again soon, brother. Just, hey, just remember something. Always bet on black, bro. All right. Big thanks to Brad. Up next on the Great Scott Show, the Deshaun Watson situation right now in the NFL actually has a similarity to something that unfolded in Major League Baseball recently. Will NFL go a similar route? We'll discuss next right here on ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. Insurance companies often discourage people from getting an attorney. If I can't get you more, even after our fee, then you owe us nothing, not even our costs. I'm Spencer Callahan. I'd like to help. Spencer Callahan is the one to see. Call 465-2323. LA 2126 Primary offices in Baton Rouge. People here are raving about QC Kinetics and how regenerative medicine has changed their life. People like Helen, an avid mountain climber who got sidelined when an accident left her knees in constant pain. I was not able to train or do really anything on my knee. Helen was told surgery would be her only option. But then she found QC Kinetics and was treated with natural biologics designed to repair and restore tissue in her knees. Three months later, she was climbing the highest mountain in North America. I got a very quick resolution to my pain. I began treatment in March, and I summited Denali June the 7th. It was super successful, and I recommend everyone seek out QC Kinetics as an alternative to surgery. Get your life back with lasting results. No surgery, no drugs, no downtime. Call QC Kinetics today. Call QC Kinetics, 337-243-4222. That's 337-243-4222. 337-243-4222. Where you at, Acadiana? Scott Babin here with Mike's Marine and ATV over in Broussard. I'm here today to let you know we are hiring experienced technicians at our Broussard location. If you work at a car dealership right now and you're looking to make the move to the marine industry, this is your chance. We will train you to be an outstanding outboard technician. We offer insurance, 401k, paid vacation, bonuses, no weekends. If you're self-motivated and you're ready to join the best marine dealership in Acadiana, call me today, 839-2981. That's 839-2981. TrackPhone wants to know, are you an influencer, a big live streamer? No? And guess what? You don't need an endless data plan. Get just the right amount of data with TrackPhone's new $40 unlimited talk and text smartphone plan. Now with 8 gigs of high-speed data and unlimited carryover on America's largest, most dependable network, now with 5G. Get the data you need at the price you want. TrackPhone Wireless. Now you're in control. Available at major retailers. 5G-compatible device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. See terms and conditions at TrackPhone.com. It's time to roll out the red carpet for, well, new carpet. Right now at the Home Depot, choose from hundreds of styles and colors from top brands. Plus, get free installation. So whether you want to brighten up your bedroom, add a little more cushion to your living room, or yes, add some VIP flair to your hallway, you can get the perfect carpet to match your mood with free installation. From the Home Depot, how doers get more done. Minimum purchase of $4.99. Exclusions apply. U.S. only. See store for details. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, starting trouble. No one likes that. We'll get you set up for some stronger starts. 
you might just need a fresh charge, and we'll take care of that free of charge. But if it is time for a new battery, we've got replacement batteries that'll fit your needs, starting at just $69.99. You can learn more about our battery selection at AutoZone.com. That's what makes us America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Claim based on data from the NPD Group 2021. If you want your dental visit to feel like this, try new Crest Densify. Crest Densify actively rebuilds tooth density to extend the life of teeth by remineralizing enamel. Crest, the number one toothpaste brand in America. Research shows listeners don't like it when ads interrupt their music. So to help you remember that Liberty Mutual customizes home insurance, we made this ad optional. If you want to skip this ad, remove your left earphone. Liberty Mutual customizes home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. If you're missing this informative ad, you must love wasting your cash. It's the easy and smart way to save. Now it's all been said, so if that earphone was out, put it back in your head. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. This is the one place where you can really let the referees know exactly how you feel. This is NFL, which stands for not for long when you make them calls. ESPN Lafayette, ESPNLafayette.com, and the ESPN Lafayette app. Welcome back into the Great Scott Show. Coming at you on a Thursday. Next hour, John Hendricks from Sports Illustrated covering the Saints. He's been out at Saints Mandatory Minicamp. He will join me. Looking forward to that at uh, 8.15. We'll have open phone lines to kick off next hour. Talk a little bit about the Stanley Cup Finals and, of course, I'm... I'm, I'm no I'm no hockey expert, so I won't even try to fool you guys. Never have either, for the record. The trophy's cool. Um, and uh, we will talk a little bit about the game six in the NBA coming up this evening, which you can hear, 7 o'clock pregame, 8 o'clock tip on ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. Do the Warriors wrap it up? Are the Celtics' legs gone? Or does Boston push this thing to a NBA Finals game seven? Find out tonight right here on ESPN Lafayette. Deshaun Watson. My, 66 masseuses in 17 months. 26 civil suits. The way that this thing has been moving, um, it, it hasn't been... Like, when was the last time there was a, a win for Deshaun Watson in this thing? As far as this case goes. I mean, Cleveland did decide to give him $230 million guaranteed. The Saints and Falcons wanted to. And I said at the time, this is a bad idea. The Saints shouldn't do it. I don't want them to do it. They don't need to do it. And I'm glad they didn't. And it doesn't mean they should be exonerated for just even not even looking. Or rather, you know, making a hard push at it. Because they did. But let's look at the situation currently. Anytime he talks, it's... He says something about working on himself and, you know, are, are all. It, it's not like these, these, these civil suits are being dropped. It's not like there's been new evidence brought to the table. It's like each time a new report comes out, it's more stuff that doesn't look good. He's maintained his innocence. His lawyer has uh, insinuated that some sexual activity may have happened, but that it wasn't anything illegal. And, and 
My point is, the, the farther you get into this, the worse it keeps getting. And the question is, how long will it be suspended, and when will the NFL do something? The NFL may take a similar path to what Major League Baseball did with a star player in their league, in Trevor Bauer. Bauer's situation did not involve as many alleged victims. Bauer was not found guilty in the court of law. Bauer was given a two-year ban. But it took a while, right? Everything was still being figured out. The Dodgers and the commissioner, they sat him out. It kept going on. Then it went into the offseason. Then it went into spring training. And then a two-year ban. The NFL's still waiting. And you notice Cleveland, since their opening uh, introductory press conference when they announced him as their new quarterback, and the owner sat there, and Deshaun sat there, and they did answer questions. Since then, with these newer reports that have come out, oh, there's another civil suit. Oh, there's another one. Oh, wow. Uh, here's this Wall Street Journal report. 66 in 17 months? That's That seems weird. But, like, the Browns haven't said anything about any of it because they're kind of in a corner. They took a gamble, and they're just saying, woo. Will the NFL follow a similar move that Major League Baseball did? I don't think there's some lifetime ban coming up for Deshaun Watson. But it's going to be a long one. And I, it, it's kind of uncharted waters here. Because, again, this is, this is civil suits. The NFL claims they hired their own investigator. and I, 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 his, his comments aren't absolving him from anything as far as at least the way the public is viewing this right now. And something similar happened to Bauer. And, you know, just because it's not criminal, but if something's proven in civil courts or if it looks bad or whatever, I mean, the commissioner can dole out a punishment that he deems necessary. And you know how Roger Goodell is with some of this stuff. You're not going to see Deshaun Watson play football this season, in my opinion. Will it extend beyond this season? Oof. I mean, I'll be honest. I was surprised when Trevor Bauer got a two-year ban. I was like, whoa. At this point, I don't know that there's much that would surprise me as far as where this Watson thing is heading. And, you know, it, it probably, I don't think the NFL will announce anything maybe until training camp as more stuff continues to come out. Hmm. That's it for the first hour of the Great Scott Show. Thanks to Top for coming in. Talking some baseball. Next hour, we'll open up phone lines, 337-269-1077. Little Stanley Cup, little NBA Finals talking. Then at 815, John Hendricks covering the Saints. For Sports Illustrated, been out at Saints minicamp the last few days. Biggest takeaway, did Marcus Davenport having to amputate part of his pinky? Where's he at with Davenport? We got a lot to dig into. Don't go anywhere. This is the Great Scott Show on ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports.
Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Thinking about gas mileage? Keep your engine at its best with clean oil from Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic. Got an older vehicle? Use Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic High Mileage. Right now, you can get five quarts of either with an STP Extended Life Oil Filter for $36.99. Get what you need for better fuel efficiency at any of our 6,000 stores or on AutoZone.com. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Loyalty restrictions apply. Two-prong and three-prong. What could go wrong? Coming up next from Mr. Electric. No matter how hard you try, you will not be able to get a three-prong grounded plug into a two-prong outlet. Trust me, I've tried. And the problem is bigger than not being able to use a microwave or your power drill. It may mean your electrical system isn't fully grounded. It's time to check with a pro. Visit MrElectric.com for more safety tips. If you have an FPE electrical panel in your home, it's time to have it changed. And just because you haven't had problems with it yet, doesn't mean you won't. Here's Sean Doray for Mr. Electric. I've been having this for 30 years. Why should I change it? What's the big deal? I've been having it for 50 years. What's the big deal? What the breaker is supposed to do is trip so that there's no more current coming to that circuit so that there's no more arcing, which is what causes fires. Visit MrElectric.com. Acadiana and all surrounding areas. Get ready. Coming to Michael's Men's Club Wednesday, June 22nd. It's time to turn it on. It's Aerial Angels Bowl and Aerial Competition. I like the sound of that. And it's like nothing you've ever seen before. You don't want to miss this aerial show competition. 15 of the industry's top aerial and pole performers battle it out for 2500 in cash. Chuck Cheaton. This will be a no-holds-barred competition. And you are definitely going to want to see this one. Set a calendar reminder. Write it on the calendar. Wednesday, June 22nd at Michael's Men's Club. Don't miss this big event. It's really big. Aerial Angels Pole and Aerial Competition. Coming to Michael's Men's Club Wednesday, June 22nd. All 15 competitors will be airborne, performing on poles, silks, Hoops. And who knows what else? It's going to be a huge night. Be on, be time. on time. Ready for fun. Ready for fun. Breathtaking. Amazing. Jaw-dropping performances. Don't miss it. Wednesday, June 22nd Wednesday, at Michael's June Men's Club. Club. Aerial Angels Bowl and Aerial Competition. Doors open at 5. Show starts at 7. Get more at michaelsmensclub.com. Right now, you can get free carpet installation from the Home Depot. So while we're putting in your new carpet, you'll have more time to take care of the lawn. Get started on dinner. Or just lay down and relax on your new carpet after it's installed. Ah. Get your free carpet installation started with The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Minimum purchase of $4.99. Exclusions apply. U.S. only. See store for details. 
Ernie Johnson and Charles Barkley welcoming you back to Susan's Cubicle here in Accounts Payable. What an afternoon of non-stop bookkeeping action, Charles. Are you kidding me? She set herself a reminder to get out of that chair and move. That's a smart use of a timeout. She's somehow still reading her emails. Are you kidding me? She set herself a reminder to get out of that chair and move. That's a smart use of a timeout. She's somehow still reading her emails while getting her heart rate up and moving her muscles. Healthy habits that could lower your risk of cancer. Uh-oh, it's Karen from the IT department. This is a wrinkle no one saw coming. She means well, but she just derailed the yoga class down in accounts receivable. There she goes with one of her usual distractions. But Susan just tosses her a no-look way. That's a crazy move. Let's watch that again. She's stretching, and there's the effortless side wave. Susan's putting on a clinic. Susan from Accounts Payable, dominating. Just get moving. It helps in the prevention of so many cancers. Stand up to cancer and Optum want to help you reduce your risk for cancer. Visit TakeAHealthyStand.org. ESPN 1420, KPEL Lafayette, ESPN 1033, K277DQ Lafayette, a Town Square media station. ESPN Lafayette. ESPNLafayette.com and the ESPN Lafayette app. Great Scott! The Great Scott Show. And as they head into the final furlong, all of the other radio stations and radio hosts are left in the wake of a keen turn of speed by the Great Scott Show, the champion! With Scott Prather. Steal the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome into the Great Scott Show, the 8 o'clock hour. John Hendricks scheduled to join me in about 15 minutes. Friend of the program, Saints lead writer and reporter for Saints News over at Fan Nation at Sports Illustrated. And uh, he has been out at Saints Mandatory Minicamp the last two days. We're going to chat with him in just a little bit. Looking forward to that. Stanley Cup Finals last night. I uh, Andre Burakovsky hits a game-winning goal for the Avs in overtime. And if you're expecting me to break down everything that happened on the ice, you've come to the wrong place. No, I'm not going to dog hockey at all. In fact, I I enjoy NHL playoffs. I enjoy the Stanley Cup. I just don't know enough about the sport to sit here and try to BS you. Because if you are listening and you do follow hockey, you would see right through me. One thing I don't want to come on here and do, guys, is BS you guys. All I can say is that somebody who is... I wouldn't even call myself a casual hockey fan because that would insinuate that I that I follow it. I don't. I follow the Stanley Cup. I know the Lightning have won the last two. I know it might feel a little weird because one of them was in the bubble. Yes, NHL had a bubble too for the COVID year. But I know that they're going for a three-peat. They always seem to respond. And now they're going to have to do it again after losing last night in overtime in Denver. The Avs scored two goals like Boom, right out the right out the gate. And then the Lightning scored two goals in like 48 seconds later in the game to tie it. 
the drama uh, 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 of the NHL playoffs to me comes in overtime. Again, as somebody that does not follow hockey closely, that does not have a team, that does not know the intricacies of the sport, I'm just like, you know, sitting there, ignorant with the sport, knowing I, I can at least figure out, oh, wow, next goal, game. So anytime there's a shot on goal, anytime that puck's getting there, I'm like, is this it? Is this it? And then suddenly, Burkowski nets the goal. The Avs win. Just the drama of knowing that these athletes in this sport are competing at the highest level for, for the Stanley Cup. Hands down, by far, the coolest trophy in all of sports. Not just anywhere, anywhere and everywhere in the world. I mean, I wish there was a hidden camera on that thing for, for I mean, of course, they didn't have cameras back in the day when they first started giving that thing out. But the Stanley Cup itself, if it could write a book, would have some wild stories of what it's seen. And it's been a part of. Yeesh. <laughs> but I love the drama. See, I can watch game six tonight of the NBA Finals, which you can hear, by the way, right here on ESPN Lafayette, pregame at seven, tip off a little after eight. I I can watch the game. I can follow the defense. I can follow the sport. I know basketball. I can enjoy it, and, and I'm hoping that we have the kind of drama that we had in the NHL last night in game one of a Stanley Cup Final of a sport I don't really know anything about. Because that drama in overtime, you could just it's you could feel it as somebody that didn't even a hockey fan. It's palpable, and you can feel the drama at times in the NBA Finals, absolutely. But we just haven't had that iconic moment yet. Maybe tonight we get it. If this thing is close in the last minute, if this is a one possession game, if this goes down to the buzzer, being that one team can win the championship and the other is on the brink of losing, we will get that drama. And if it's really close leading up to it, we'll get it. The issue is, I think, and the reason we haven't had it a ton, is that the Celtics are so yin and yang. One moment, you're looking at them, they're playing, and they are the best team in the NBA and then in the next minute they go through these lulls they go through these periods they have all these turnovers in game five and you're like what is happening I want a game where the Warriors and the Celtics are both going blow for blow back and forth I get that you have games of runs I get it but give me some drama Golden State, Boston tonight. Boston's on the brink. You'd think you'd get it. You'd think you'd get it. Give us a game seven. Get this thing to Sunday. A game seven. I don't think fake Clay Thompson is going to be able to roll into that one. Get some shots up, then roll out of the arena, and then afterwards find out he's been banned. But Boston needs to come out like fake Clay Thompson did with confidence. Confidence. You're at home. Forget the pressure. You're at home. You're ahead of schedule. Confidence. Confidence is the key. I don't know that that there's any more confident player in the NFL or certainly on the Saints than C.J. Gardner-Johnson. My God, this guy. 
See, CJ's got the, the for, for his brand and what CD Deuce wants to do, I think he's got the media thing figured out. He meets with him yesterday for six and a half minutes, says they're the best defense in the league, gets upset that they only talk about, you know, uh, the, you know, the Saints not, you know, they don't, a lot of prognosticators think they're going to have a losing record this year. Points out that they're the only team that shut out Tom Brady and the Bucks, and, you know, doesn't, says, I don't want to make it just about Tom Brady. It's so much more than that. Says a bunch of other stuff. But of course, his clip about that, right? His clip about that is going to draw some headlines because why wouldn't it? If you didn't hear it. Put like this, put like this. We're confident that we can beat them in the playoffs in the regular season. We fumbled the ball to win the game. Y'all saw it, bro. Let's be real, bro. Let's call it what it is. I ain't saying no names. I ain't saying, y'all know what happened. That fumble messed up, right? That fumble messed up the game. And I ain't saying no names. It's football. We, come on, bro. We ain't worried about nothing. If we can beat the GOAT four times, beat them consistently. We, hold on, let's take him out. We sweep our division consistently every year. What are we worried about? So he, he first of all, he, he rips on Jared Cook without saying his name. He calls out Tom Brady, then says, you know what, I mean, we talk about Tom Brady. It's not even about that. It's about just sweeping our division consistently. That's what we do. We, and, you know, someone clips that quote, and why wouldn't they? Corey Rolden, uh, a reporter that I don't know, Corey. I've never met him. He works for WBRZ in New Orleans. Points that out, says, oh, he's not scared of the Bucks. He's talking about owning the division and why they lost to the playoffs to Tampa in 2020. Well, of course he's going to point out that clip. It's a sound bite that's worth pointing out. And, and oh, Chauncey was like, I'm not talking to you anymore. You're not allowed in my locker. I don't know if I'm going to talk to the media anymore. He knows what he's doing. Say big things. A bit saying a lot of things. Get upset when the big thing gets zeroed in on and then everyone will have a quote for a while and they'll use it and he's just man could talk but his point is i'm a whole lot more than that i think i'm the best nickel corner in the nfl which i don't know that he is but he's he's not bad but he is a great talker espn lafayette the best ticket in sports i'm scott prather we're going to take a quick time out to come back. John Hendricks joins me. We'll get his thoughts on C.D. Deuce's comments on Marcus Davenport having part of his pinky amputated. All that and more. CSP and Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. We are really excited about the upgrades in our medical assistant program at Delta College. As always, you'll get hands-on clinical experience as a medical assistant, and now we've added more clinical experience in phlebotomy. So in as little as seven and a half months, you can earn certification as a medical assistant and a phlebotomist. This dual certification opens more career opportunities for you. So visit us at deltacollege.com to see how Delta College can work for you. Dad's Mr. Pop. Popular at the JCPenney Father's Day sale. From teas and tech to fragrance and fitness, find cool gifts for every kind of dad. Surprise him with an iTouch Active smartwatch, now $29.99. Score major savings with doorbusters like St. John's Bay Polos, just $7.99, and shorts, $16.99. Plus, shop extended store hours Friday and Saturday. Shopping is back. JCPenney offers valid on select styles through $6.19. Some exclusions apply. Doorbusters and smartwatch excluded from coupons. See store or jcp.com for details. 
We're in the most active season of the year right now. But if you have joint pain, you can't live like you want to. Hip pain, knee pain, back pain, shoulder pain. It sucks the fun out of living. But I've got fantastic news. QC Kinetics is helping people here get the fun back with advanced regenerative treatments from local medical professionals. Regenerative medicine is the hottest thing going. It's basically taking growth factors with healing properties from your own body, highly concentrated, then putting them back into your aching joints. This exciting in-office, non-surgical treatment can repair and restore damaged tissue in your joints, giving you real, lasting relief from pain. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in these cutting-edge, all-natural options. And the patient satisfaction reports are incredible. They have over 100 clinics nationwide, including right here. Oh, yes, you can get real relief from pain with no surgery, no drugs, no downtime. Stop putting it off. Call QC Kinetics now to learn more about regenerative medicine and get a totally free in-office consultation. Call 337-243-4222. That's 337-243-4222. Glenn Latchley of Eagle Pest Control talks about a simple rule when it comes to protecting your home from pests. Because when we do it right, it works. When you do it wrong, it doesn't work. Sure, you may save money on those do-it-yourself chemicals, but if you don't know what you're doing, you're gambling with the value of your home. We give them the best price because we want to put it down the right way so they treat it right, problem solved, no more issues. You'll save money in the long run when you hire a professional like Eagle Pest Control to take care of any pest problem at your home. Eagle Pest Control and Chemical, where employees make the difference. Why not do business with a long-standing local and reputable team? Can't think of a reason? Well, then give them a call. The professionals at Eagle Pest Control have over 30 years of experience and a solution for ridding your property of any four-, six-, or eight-legged uninvited guest. From ants to termites, bed bugs to rodents, Eagle Pest Control can handle them all. Give them a call or schedule your free inspection online at eaglepestandchemical.com. your milkshake quick the quicker picker upper bounty picks up spills quicker and each sheet is two times more absorbent so you can use less than the leading ordinary brand so you can get back to your milkshake my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard and they're like it's better than your bounty the quicker picker upper message what up what up it's heather's cousin you dated her in college or maybe you were just in the same class anyway i heard you bought a boat my man let's hit the water oh and heather told me you always liked uh snacks and stuff so i could totally bring some chips when you get a boat you also get new friends make sure progressive's one of them and get coverage today for as little as a hundred dollars a year hey also i'm a little short on cash so can you cover the chips thanks i can see why heather liked you progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates annual premium for basic liability policy not available in all states the free autos Zone Fix Finder service can help troubleshoot the likely cause of your pesky check engine light for free and get you back on the road. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Hey, this is Rich Eisen, and you can hear me every day on ESPN Lafayette from noon to 3 on The Rich Eisen Show. He peaked athletically in the seventh grade. Do you know what a hero you are to me? I presume you're referring to my four touchdowns in one game. It's the Great Scott Show with Scott Prather on ESPN Lafayette. The best ticket in sports. Thank <laughs> you. 
Welcome back into the Great Scott Show. On a Thursday, as promised, friend of the program. I think at this point, I can call him a friend of mine. I mean, the man loves the Beastie Boys, too. You know he's a good individual. John Hendricks, Saints lead writer and reporter for Saints News over at Fan Nation at Sports Illustrated. Video host over at Boot Crew Media. And uh, joining me now, good morning, John. How's life, my friend? Good morning, Scott. Always a pleasure to be on. And, yeah, it's, everything's good, man. I was just thinking when you're playing, you know, that song, I just remember how iconic that music video was. And some people probably don't know what I'm talking about there. But, oh. man, that thing was just something special with these two boys doing that. You, you're in the giant robot, and then he's fighting the villain. Yep. They they got the – you know, it's a, it's a funny video. And yet, you know, if you know the band well, there's some, like – they, they make some pretty big statements in the song. It's it's great. Now I'm guessing, John, that you're probably are you're probably in your 30s. Is that correct? Well, I'm pushing my uh, my late 30s. Let's put it that way. 38. There you go. So I think if you a lot of times, like if you ask someone their favorite song, or their favorite Beastie Boys album, you know, depending on what if they say ill communication, they're probably. They're probably in their 50s, maybe late 40s. If you say check your head or ill communication, you're probably in your early to mid 40s. If you say hello, nasty, you're probably in your 30s. Um, you know, no one's going to say to the five boroughs. No disrespect, but I mean, come on. Uh, or Hot Sauce Committee Part 2, even though that's a great album or the mix-up. So I, if somebody knows the Beastie Boys and they tell me their favorite album or song, I usually can guess at least their age range. That's how... Um, you know, absurd and deep into the BC Boys I am, which you care about. Our listeners might not, but I appreciate you listening to me go off on that small rant. <laughs> yeah, no problem, man. You know, License Deal was a good one, and then, uh, you know, some of the best ones like Brass Monkey and stuff. And Hello Nasty, I mean, that was my freshman year in high school, so just back it back, take it back a little bit over at Como, so I am a Lafayette person. So. <laughs> Shout out. No, no <laughs> doubt, man. Ove Como High. John's walking around listening to, you know, uh, intergalactic and remote control and the move and super disco breaking. Um, all right, man, let's dig right into it. Saints. I, I, I was just talking a little bit about um, uh, CD Deuce, a.k.a. CJ Gardner Johnson, a.k.a. Chauncey Gardner Johnson. And he what, what's it like when you're covering him? Yesterday, he talks for, I don't know, seven and a half, eight minutes with the media at his locker. Says all kind of stuff, which is great, by the way. I loved it all. Great content. And, you know, he's speaking his mind. And then got upset at a reporter for pointing out, well, you only, you know, you clip this. Well, of course he's going to clip a soundbite that, you know, stands out. Um, do you feel like when he speaks, there's a there's a small part of him that's like actually... Yes, he's speaking from his mind, John, but he also kind of knows what he's doing. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something, then this is going to happen, and then I'm going to act this way when it does. Does that make sense? Like, is, he, is, there some, is there a method behind it when he's speaking, or do you think he's just letting it fly? That's, 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 I guess, really what I'm asking. Yeah, I think there's a method to let it fly. I mean, you know, I think for him, it's just one of those things where you look at him, and, and I said this, years ago is just this is a guy that when he's on your team everything's great i think he's a great teammate i think he's somebody that doesn't back down from a challenge but he's the one that you hate to go against and it's not even just a matter of you know whether you want to say he's a trash talker or anything like that i mean the guy can play he can do really well on the field and so with him i mean you just you get all the sound bites you ever need right you can just talk to him and 
depending on what, you know, what he wants to say. And it was kind of interesting because, you know, we haven't had locker room access in a while. And so this is kind of one of the first, we first, like, really, I guess, unfiltered in a way that you get to talk to him because everything else is usually over Zoom and just kind of controlled. And, you know, when you have a big mass of media there and just hearing him talk, I mean, you just kind of don't know what to expect. But, again, I guess it, that's, that's CD's personality in a way. And, look, I, I know it's uh, you got to be ready because – he might throw a couple of jabs at him, but he's going to throw you some hooks and uppercuts and you got balance back from it. ESPN Lafayette, John Hendricks, our guest. Uh, Marcus Davenport, I've, I've used so many metaphors for this cat uh, over the last few years. And, you know, I, 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 we learned yesterday that, you know, he's obviously not participating at minicamp. He's rehabbing a number of injuries. He had part of his pinky amputated. Uh, which he doesn't think will be that big of a deal. But uh, what is your take on Davenport as he enters? I mean, I, I feel like regardless of how he plays, and when he's on the field, he plays great, um, and, and, and it opens up so much stuff, and you just look at the impact it has on Cam Jordan whenever whenever Davenport's in there. But I just don't know that the Saints are going to commit long-term no matter what just because of the injury history. Do you feel like there's something Davenport could do this year that would – keep him on the Saints beyond this season last year of his rookie deal? Or do you feel like, look, it's a contract year for him. That that goes without being said. But this is probably it for the Saints no matter what. Yeah, I feel like in some aspects that could be it. But, you know, you also got to figure out the, the things about what's going to happen with Cam Jordan. And, look, after last year, you know, struggled at, at the first half of the season. But, man, he came on in a big way last year towards the end. And so, you know, everybody talked about Turner, Peyton Turner being a uh, Marcus Davenport replacement. In some aspects, I thought he was more of a, a Cam Jordan replacement. And obviously, that remains to be seen. But, you know, that's an area where on paper they are very loaded at depth. Um, and look, I, I, again, you get Peyton Turner and Marcus Davenport back in camp, it's be huge. But, you know, they still have Carl Granderson and Afkano passing y'all. They can flip David Onyemata outside if they had to. Um, but, you know, for Davenport particularly, look, when he's on the field, when he's in there, I mean, this guy has just made such an impact. I mean, you look at the pass rush woes last year, again, early on, the early half of the season, you know, getting Marcus Davenport back was one of the best things that could happen for the Saints defense. And so, but I don't know if there's a thing that he can do this year unless he put up, you know, double-digit sacks and just was able to play in at least 85% of the games or 80% of the games. I don't know if you look at that long-term uh, or what kind of contract you look at for him, but... Look, um, you know, he was open yesterday. He was talking to me. He just kind of, you know, didn't shrug off or anything. I think he's learned a lot. I think last year was one of those the lights came on a lot more just in the sense of, you know, the first couple of years you got a lot of pressure on you because of what you traded for him, right? And so I, I think you know, dealing with some of that criticism and backlash because you couldn't stay on the field or just not producing, a lot of that kind of got under his skin a little bit. And last year I think it was more of a, a carefree attitude, not in the sense of, you know, that I don't care what I do on the field, but just more focused on the field, being a part of that off-season program was a huge step for him. And, you know, unfortunately, injuries are part of the game. And for Davenport, look, I don't know what his future holds. I know people will be interested in him if he hits the market. Um, but as far as the Saints go, I think they got a big qu- bunch of questions asked between them, him, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, uh, Deontay Hardy. Those are guys that are looking for that next contract. I don't know if that's going to come from the Saints. John Hendricks, our guest, uh, at John J. Hendricks on Twitter. Give him a follow if you're not already. Saints lead writer and reporter for Saints News over at Sports Nation for Sports 
illustrated. Um, having 100% attendance, I was saying this yesterday. Uh, I was on my friend Gus Cadengill show in New Orleans. You know, I, I think even though obviously not everyone can participate because of injuries, there is something about team chemistry and having everyone there. And some folks might say, ah, yeah, new CBA, it's, you know, most places. Look, not every, not all 32 teams have 100% attendance, even though the word mandatory is on it. Um, having everyone there, even the ones that, you know, maybe didn't go to the voluntary workouts because they're looking for a new contract. Um, big deal or no big deal, in your opinion, the 100% attendance? Yeah, I think it's a big deal, honestly, just having these guys around in the building, being able to teach some of these young guys and being able to see a lot of different things. Um, you know, that, I think that exposure has been huge for them. And, you know, guys like Jarvis Landry and Tyron Matthew have a real opportunity here just to, to be able to develop some of these guys. And they have a lot of, um, you know, real – they have a lot of uh, – sorry, sorry, going to the college later. It's all so, good, you know, man. So be safe. Please, but, um, please be safe. Live, live and filtered. <laughs> But, uh, you know, so what you're looking at from some of these is, you know, it, it says a lot because, again, guys like DeMario could hold out for another contract or C.J. Gardner-Johnson or Deontay Hardy. I mean, this is an organization that I think in the locker room, they're a lot more tight-knit. And, and this is something that C.J. Gardner-Johnson even talked about. This is a tight group. They have a lot of focus on there. They'll have a lot of expectations. I think when you look at guys like Jameis Winston, and just kind of what he's been able to do and just the fact that he's been out there and kind of setting the example, first to get in the building, last to leave, uh, you know, things along that line, and, and he's not hiding behind anything. Uh, you know, I talked to, to Ronald Curry last week, the quarterback's coach and offensive passing game coordinator this year. Um, look, he said a lot about Winston taking more ownership of this team and more ownership of everything. And, you know, that's always what you want out of these guys because you lost a lot of leadership in Toronto Armstead. Malcolm Jenkins and such, and you got to have guys that step up. And so, whether that's Demario Davis or Tyron Matthew, or if it's more on the offense with Winston, or if it's more with guys like Ryan Ramchek or James Hurst, or you know, guys that you think about that are, are can be an authoritative voice and an uh, influence with authority, if you will. And so, look, I think it's a big deal having everybody around. They're going to get a big break here, probably about four or five weeks without any type of training camp after today. So. Again, it's it's good to come together and you know have everybody here, especially in Dennis Allen's first year. I think that's the biggest thing is that he's really kind of commanded things. He's handled things well. I think he's locked in. He's focused. He's not kind of you know off the side talking to everybody. He's just trying to get his team where it needs to be because I know he knows the pressure's on. And he knows what he has to live up for his predecessor. ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. John Hendricks, our guest. Uh, I, I know they, they got another um, practice today, and you'll be there. For the portions you've seen and you've watched, what has stood out to you the most? Yeah, I think a couple things. I think Jameis Winston's been one of the top things. I think he's moving around extremely well. You know, I think a lot of people went with the narrative about, man, he's limping and such, which is not accurate. I mean, you look at it, and, and the guy's coming off the ACL surgery, and he's only a few months removed from it. You know, uh, again, that's that's not the takeaway here. The takeaway is more Jameis is on the field. He's passing. He's involved. He's taking the first team reps. You know, he's not having Andy Dalton take a, a ton of stuff from him. He's commanding the huddle. He's doing a lot of things. Um, he's running. You know, I know after yesterday in practice, he's sprinting. You know, so I don't think there's anything big to take away from that. Just the fact that he's their guy. He's going to be there. I think he looks great. Um, and only going to get better as we move closer to camp. 
Um, I think that's first thing. Second thing would be Jarvis Landry. Look, I, I think the Saints have gotten absolute steal from him as far as if things go. Uh, look, I, I know his contract, he could have probably got some more money from somebody else, but coming hometown, I think this is him and Tyron Matthew are really energized and rejuvenated a little bit just coming to play for this Saints team. And so Landry in particular, look, I, I just – I kind of salivate just thinking what kind of matchups they can throw at defenses just between, you know, Michael Thomas, and, and that's another storyline, just the fact that he shows up at practice, he's rehabbing inside the facility, but just makes a presence known that, you know, look, I think he's going to be all go for training camp, a lot of these players are, but, you know, this Saints receiving core, where you look at where they were last year and where they are this year, I mean, it's leaps and bounds. It's like upgrading your team and getting a, you know, getting Jerry Rice, John Taylor, some of these guys that, that are, are that caliber type uh, of attitude and mentality inside this wide receiving core. And then just kind of lastly, just uh, some of these younger guys, I'd say, you know, you look, look a lot like what you see from Chris Olave. You like a lot of that. You've seen Trevor Penning, not a perfected product. I think James Hurst is still going to be your favorite to start here. Trevor Penning is going to have to work on a few things. You know, there were some things yesterday where he kind of got uh, – Carl Granderson got the best of them and, and back-to-back reps. But, you know, when the pads come on and you can actually hit and block, I think it's going to even help him a lot more. Um, you know, I'd like what you've seen from Alante Taylor. I think he's been one of the guys where, you know, when you draft him, he's a second-round, you know, where a guy that might can go in the third or fourth. But he's looked great. He's fantastic as far as on the field. I think he's coming along really well uh, in his development and then, some of these undrafted guys, uh, Lucas Kroll is one that stands out, Avery Smith, uh, even Lewis Kidd, one of their offensive linemen, who not many are talking about. And this, this punter they picked up from Maryland, Daniel Whalen, like, I don't think there's going to be a huge punting battle, but he's going to make it interesting. I'll say that. So uh, rookies looking good, progressing. Some of the vets are, been, are making their mark. And then Jameis Winston is, is locked in. I, I want to follow up on Jameis Winston there with you, John. Uh, this is ESPN Lafayette. Great Scott show. John Hendricks, our guest. I, I have kind of been harping on what I think is the biggest key for Jameis this season. Now, there's, some, there's always the keys of, right, stay healthy and don't turn the ball over. Those, those go without being said, but we say them anyway, right? Um, to me... Jameis in his career has never consistently, uh, or I guess statistically, he hasn't been great passing short to intermediate routes between the numbers. Now, he hasn't really been asked to do that a ton, so it's you know it's not like it's the area of the field where he's done it a, a bunch, right? And I look at a guy like Jarvis Landry, and I've always said he would have been the absolute perfect slot receiver for Drew Brees when Brees was in his prime. Um You know what Jarvis can do. And it's not that he only does short to intermediate stuff in the slot. I get it. And it's not that Michael Thomas only runs slants, right? But it is is two things that each of them do very well. And Jameis statistically has been better in his career throwing outside of the numbers and somewhat down the field. If he can be, in my opinion, above average on those short to intermediate routes, not that he has to do it the way Breeze did, because no one ever has, and not that he has to do it as much as Breeze did, because I don't know that too many guys ever have either. But I'm just saying, John, if if he can do well there, 
I, I feel like it opens up everything else for him. I really do. And the Saints offense in a lot of ways. Um, because of, look, you, yeah. you, you play to the strength of those two receivers, and now all this other stuff that Jameis can do well if he's not turning the ball over again. Goes without being said, but I'll throw it in there anyway. I, I think when you're looking at the top of the list for Jameis, whether he is the short-term quarterback or the long-term quarterback of the Saints, I think the number one key to that lies in him in that part of the field with the with the roster there. Am I overanalyzing, or do you, do you think I have a point there? No, I think you have a legitimate point. Look, I think one of the things to appreciate about Winston is the fact that he is looking at some of this Drew Brees film. He's looking at some things and, and seeing how much he utilizes running backs, particularly Alvin Kamara. And look, again, I think when you look at this wide-receiving core that the Saints have, Hang on one second, John. We lost you for a second. I'm sure you're just getting into a better area. If you can, you still hear me there? Getting John on his morning walk. There you go. Okay, we got you back there. Go ahead, man. Ah, shoot, we lost him again. And there he is. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. We'll take a quick timeout. We'll be back. John Hendricks, our guest, going to re uh, reset with him. Right when we were getting into the Jameis Winston stuff. Don't go anywhere. This is ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. It's time for summer fun at Zuziana. Walk the shaded pathways to see exotic wildlife, search for precious gems, play on the playground, and more. Take a ride on the Safari Express train to see the new Giraffe Center. Play, ride, see, and explore as Zuziana celebrates 30 years in Acadiana. Zuziana. The most fun you can have in Louisiana. Come monkey around with us or we'll go bananas without you. Prescription products require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required. Refund available for 60 days after purchase. Have you heard about Hims? Apparently, they take the awkwardness out of treating ED, and the process is really straightforward. Hims? Yeah, my buddy gets his ED meds through them. Said their online process is much simpler than going to a doctor's office. Oh yeah, their entire process is only a few steps, and they only ship ED meds from certified pharmacies in the U.S. that are 100% FDA approved. All you got to do is go to forhims. You just answer a few questions, select your treatment preferences, and fill out some health information. Then a healthcare provider reviews the info and determines which medication, if any, is right for you. If it's prescribed, it ships free right to your door. I think I'm going to check these Hims guys out. And get this, the ED medication I was prescribed is 90% cheaper than Viagra and has the same active ingredient. I can finally satisfy my partner. For a free online consultation, go to forhims.com slash radio. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash radio. Everyone knows how beneficial therapy can be, but traditional therapy can be overwhelming, confusing, and inconvenient. When scheduling in-person therapy, it can be difficult to find the right therapist near you, and it can take weeks to get on their calendar. We knew there had to be a better way, and that's where BetterHelp began. I'm Danny, co-founder of BetterHelp Online Therapy. When Alana and I started BetterHelp in 2013, our mission was simple. Find a way to make professional therapy accessible, affordable, and convenient for everyone. BetterHelp works around your schedule and lifestyle. You can connect to a therapist by phone, video call, or even text message. You don't even have to turn on your camera if you don't feel comfortable. And if your therapist isn't the right fit, you can switch anytime with a click of a button because BetterHelp is designed with you in mind. See why over 2 million members have trusted BetterHelp for online therapy. Go to betterhelp.com personalbest and get 10% off your first month. 
That's betterhelp.com slash personal best for 10% off your first month. Straight Talk Wireless knows there are plenty of reasons you might need a new phone. But switching to a better wireless provider doesn't have to be one of them. Keep your own phone and save when you switch to any Straight Talk Wireless plan, like our $45 Silver Unlimited plan with unlimited high-speed data and 5 gigs of hotspot, plus nationwide 5G and America's best networks. Keep your own phone. Switch to a better wireless plan. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Requires a compatible online phone and QIOP kit. 5G capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. See latest terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. Diane from Michigan, a disabled senior citizen trying to get by. Henry from Florida, a veteran fighting to make ends meet. Elena from Arizona, a mother struggling to feed her daughter. Hi, I'm Connie Britton, and I support Feeding America because they help provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year, like Diane, Henry, and Elena. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. Feeding America, 200 food banks strong. Attention job seekers, Travis Electrical Services is now hiring for a full-time residential service electrician. Travis Electrical offers top pay, $45,000 to $85,000 a year with benefits. Paid holidays and vacation, a company truck, fuel card, cell phone. If you're an electrician with at least two years experience and able to pass a background in drug test, then call 214-0010. Attention job seekers, Travis Electrical is now hiring. Call 214-0010. Travis Electrical Services, an equal opportunity employer. Coulda, shoulda, and woulda. Back in 82, I used to be able to throw a pigskin quarter mile. Are you serious? They all play here. Coach would have put me in fourth quarter. We'd have been state champions, no doubt. ESPN Lafayette. ESPNLafayette.com and the ESPN Lafayette app. Sports talk that's so legit, it smells like beer and chicken wings. I mean, can't you smell it? I'm smelling barbecue, too. ESPN Lafayette, ESPNLafayette.com, and the ESPN Lafayette app. Welcome back into the Great Scott Show. Uh, we got him back on the line, John Hendricks, covering the Saints for Sports Illustrated. We'll be out at practice today. He's been out at mandatory minicamp the last couple of days. And you know what, John? It was time for a break anyway. So we got you back on, and we were talking about Jameis Winston and if he can hit that short to intermediate route at an above average clip, something that he hasn't done in his career. It, I feel like it's the key to maybe opening up not just the offense, but but possibly Jameis going from right now. He's he's a starting quarterback for the Saints, but some feel like even with a new contract, he's in the incumbent starter, right? For him to become the long-term starter, that's going to depend on this season. So in your mind, you were, you were complimenting how good he's looked out at man, mandatory minicamp, but... That area of the field, John, how has he looked, and, and how do you feel about that, you know, my thoughts on that really being the number one key for him? Yeah, look, I think that's his journey to become a complete quarterback, right? I think that's where I would look at. And, you know, look, I, I referenced something that he talked about earlier and a couple of weeks ago, just 
talking about how he was studying Drew Brees and how he's using Alvin Kamara more in his game, and that's an area where he can absolutely develop and grow. And look, I think it, it works because it's going to work better this year because of what you're being able to put on the field, right? And so in the past, it's kind of hard because you look at guys and where they were on, in the wide receiver department. I mean, they had Chris Hogan, Kevin White, and they had Kitty Skills. I mean, guys that just, you know, aren't going to be a, a complete threat to you, right, in the passing game. And you knew you could key in on guys like Alvin Gamera and then dump off, and that's why things just didn't work as well, right? And so um, for this year, when you look at it, I mean, like I said, it makes me salivate to think what kind of formations and things they can roll out on the, the field when it comes to whether it's Michael Thomas and Chris Olave and Jarvis Landry and then whoever that other guy is, whether it's Marquez Callaway or Deontay Hardy to stretch the field or Traquan Smith, you know, I mean, that that is the thing is you don't have to have Winston push the ball 20, 30 yards down the field. You can take some of these other things, and I, I think that's why you want to get better at the tight end position or have at least more stability there. Um, you know, that remains to be seen for me, but – you know, look, I think using Kamara is definitely going to be smart for him, and whether it's Mark Ingram that backs him up or whoever that might be, I mean, there's going to be a lot that, that is going to open up in that short to intermediate passing game. And, look, the thing is, a lot of this is, is going to dictate how these wide receivers get separation. It's also going to be dictate, uh, dictated by you know, this offensive line and how well they perform, and, and so that's – Something that you know you want to see a lot better from with Cesar Ruiz and on this team particularly, but uh, you know I think they'll be good at tackle. I think they'll be great at center with Eric McCoy. But you know it's all a a, a part of the system that makes James Winston that can make him take it to the next level. John, what 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 is, what is your I guess initial impressions now that Dennis Allen has spoken? about something other than just, you know, OTAs or taking the job. But now you you got 100% attendance there, right? You're hearing him talk a lot more. What is the biggest difference between him and Sean Payton when it comes to dealing with the media, right? Because Payton had a, had a certain way about him. What's, what's Dennis Allen been like thus far? Yeah, I think he's been pretty open. And look, not that, that Sean wasn't. I mean, there's just times where – you get him talking about some things. I mean, Sean is extremely smart. You ask him a lot of the X's and O's, and he can tell you a lot of the X's and O's. And, you know, just something that he really didn't talk a lot or, or, or dive in too much with injuries and, and such. And, you know, Dennis has kind of been forthcoming at this point right now with, with that and with the process. And so some of these guys are, are great. I, I think he doesn't want to harp too much on some of these individual players, you know, when you ask it kind of where these grow, where this players grow and where this players grow. And I mean, you know, it's one of those that it, it, it's centered a lot about the team. And, and obviously some of these guys are going to get some of the attention when they do well in practice, like a Daniel Whalen or like a, a Bryce Thompson and such. And so I think that's going to come more, um, you know, and I think for a lot of ways that this, this or, or us as me, we're still trying to get used to the DA and such and, and try to ask him questions that are relevant and just kind of making sure that we can get a pulse because I mean you gotta understand it's it's mini camp and we haven't had access to mini camp in a long time and uh even in OTAs and such and so it's it's kind of a, a period where we're getting used to stuff in the locker room and again because we haven't had it in so long and so I think there's only so much you can say at mini camp and OTAs, right? And training camp is going to be even more. So I think VA is handling himself well, and he's not shied away from things. And I think he's given a, a clear, accurate picture of, you know, 
uh, in terms of his responses. John Hendricks, our guest, ESPN Lafayette. Yeah, it's just, it's a reminder that even though the Saints were going for continuity, well, we want to bring back this guy. He's been here. He, he knows that it's still, it's still a new regime. It's still a new era. And I think, like, I looked at the 2020 season. Uh, this is going to be a weird metaphor, but you know how, like, the Jackass movies, you, you know how after they come out, they have, like, a .5 that it doesn't go to the theater. It's like... It might be on demand, it might be on YouTube, but like they'll call it, you know, Jackass 2.5 or 3.5. And what it is, is it's the scenes that like didn't make the movie. They're not as good, but there's, there's just something missing. But you know, it's still, it's still Jackass, right? And you're still laughing. Like last year kind of felt like a, a 0.5 season because Breeze was gone, but Peyton was still there. So it was kind of this, this just weird in between in, and now it just feels like a whole like now it feels more like a new era last last year just felt like this stopgap in a weird way um and now that Peyton's gone because I do think you know Peyton Breeze will forever be connected and now that 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 they're both gone it just feels like a whole new era and and I think you know when you look around the national media and a lot of predictions or if you look at a sports book and betting odds on the Saints you know, a lot of it is eight and nine, nine and eight, seven and ten. No one's looking at the Saints as a legit threat. Do you think they are in the NFC when you consider the Saints' defense and special teams being as good as they are, um, and an offense that you know maybe without having to play you know eighteen different quarterbacks in a single season could be better this year? Like, what, what do you feel like the the national view on the Saints and their ceiling this year? Is is maybe too low, or do you feel like the Saints are probably about a team somewhere in that, you know, eight nine nine eight range? No, I think it's too low. I mean, without question, unequivocally, that they uh, sleep on the team. And again, you know, that's the thing is you just look at, oh well, they don't have Sean, and then it's just crazy because they're the same people that said, well, Sean needs to get Dallas, and you know, this team can't do anything with Sean Payton at the helm and all this. So it's just kind of crazy how much they shift this narrative every single time but look, i'm going to tell you this that, that this team is put together on roster on paper a, a squad that's going to compete and do extremely well and look the advantage right now is the nfc is weak right i, I mean you look at asc they are talented they are loaded not that nfc doesn't have uh, you know a, a lot of teams that could do some things but there are question marks on, on just about every single team you go through. And obviously the Rams, I think you think they're a, a big favorite, and I, I would agree with that. Tampa, they lost a lot in the offseason, right? I don't think you can say that definitive. Like every team you go through, even people getting on the Dallas train like they do every single year, or Green Bay, I mean, you can go in there and criticize or pick apart some of the things that are really big concerning why you can't say they're a definitive favorite. And so given that, I think the Saints are a, a team that can easily get into the wild card. I think they're going to threaten for the division. You know, I mean, they're going to come out. They have three straight division games to open the year. That's huge. Um, you know, I think some of the, the meat and potatoes in the schedule comes later. And so that's really where they're going to be battle-tested. And obviously this, this schedule or this this thing isn't won in the first half of the year. It's won in the back half and how you play ultimately in December and January. But, you know, look, I think that this is a squad that, defensively you can't expect them to pick up right where they left off because there are some some new faces, some new challenges when you talk about a co-defensive coordinator or new safeties on the back end or 
you know, not having Quan Alexander, it's going to be Pete Warner, but I still think this is a top 10 defense easily. At worst case, you're saying they're a top half defense with the top 10 ceiling, maybe even top five ceiling, right? And so I think it's going to carry them a long way. And just getting Will Lutz back in the fold, look, uh, if they had him last year, they're in the playoffs, right? I mean, you just, even with losing Winston and going through 15,000 quarterbacks and starters, you know, you have Will Lutz, you're in the playoffs. And so with Jameis, if he can go full season, I think they're still doing uh, in the playoffs, um, you know, even if they would lose him. Because I think Andy Dalton has shown that he's a good veteran. I think he's fitting in well, somebody we don't talk a lot about. And so I, I hate to lose Jameis because I want to see what he does in a full season. But, you know, I think this team is built for a playoff run. I think they're going to turn a lot of heads. And, you know, look, if I was a betting man, you know, I would – Probably throw a few bucks down on taking the over on their win-loss ratio. John, let me ask you this as we wrap up the conversation. We're talking about some of the positives, but what on your mind, the, what, what position group is concerning the coaching staff the most right now? They won't say it publicly, but behind closed doors, they know, you know what, it's, <laughs> it's not where we want it to be, but it is what it is. Yeah, I think for me, it's, it's probably the tight end group, you know, just because there's just, again, I, I hate to continue to harp on it, but you didn't get the leap you wanted from Adam Troutman last year. Nick Zanette, who you signed there, uh, you know, you lost Josh Hill, Jared Cook, and, like, again, not going to talk about Jared Cook much. I mean, you see, he said enough about it yesterday. Yeah, without saying it, without saying but, it um, he said it pretty loudly. <laughs> Jeez. But, you know, Vanette missed half the year um, and, and comes on and he wasn't a huge factor. And then you have Jawan Johnson, who started hot, you know, and then he got ice cold and just kind of done those things. And so now you're going to move Taysom Hill over there and play a lot more. Um, you know, I, I just think that's a position where they're, they're kind of weak on the offense that, that kind of stands out. I think that's just definitely a weaker area on it. And, you know, guys like Nick Vanette, look, I, I like him a lot, but I think he's a guy that's on the roster bubble, right? And so Lucas Cole is a guy that a lot of people are, are harping for and are really interested in seeing. I think he's got some development to go. Um, you know, he's got to work a little bit more as a blocker. He can catch passes. But, again, that's a position that I think keeps me up at night. Do they have to be an elite group because of the wide receivers? Probably not, but they do have to be good and have to – make every rep count and so um that and then i think on the offensive line you know again i think you want to make sure that you have cesar ruiz growing you want andres pete to to be able to grow more this year and so if you don't get what you need from them do you pull the plug or do you move to some of these guys like calvin Thornton, who started 14 games for you last year you turn to a veteran like forrest lamp you know, they have Sonia Calamete in the building, and, and he's a familiar face. You signed him as a guy that was proven as a good piece of depth for you. So um, I think those are two on the offensive side. And then defensively, um, you know, look, are you going to have Davenport? Are you going to have Turner? What's this going to look like when you have all five of these guys? And, you know, we didn't even talk about it, but Taco Charlton's another one you signed. And he's, he's rehabbing right now uh, at practice. And so – that's a deep position group they have. Uh, the interior will be another concern just because Onyemata didn't have a good year last year, right? And he had the suspension. He came back. He was just okay. Um, but I think that's an area where they can get better at. And so I think the line, the depth, the, the concern with the injuries, the tight end group, and just kind of your, your guards, that would be the positions that I'd say are, are a little bit more concerning. You know, there's, I think Pete Warner's going to be fine. I think the safety work's going to be good. Corners are going to be excellent. 
Um, you know, and some of this linebacker depth, I think they've got a ton of it. Great stuff. John Hendricks has been our guest. Guys, follow him on Twitter if you're not already at John J. Hendricks, H-E-N-D-R-I-X. He's got the blue check mark. He's got plenty of followers, and he's doing plenty of great work covering the Saints. Reporter for Saints News for Fan Nation over at Sports Illustrated and a video host for Boot Crew Media. Check it out. He's on the scene in uh, another day of minicamp. So, John, uh, but tw- after after today, What's the next thing? Final question. What's the next thing fans need to keep an eye out for as far as Saints go? Is it kind of a dead period for a while, or is there anything worth following other than just, um, you know, sports talk radio where we're going to overanalyze everything about the Saints? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be pretty dead. So just brace yourselves and step in. So we'll probably get about, I'd say, a month and some change before we have training camp. So uh, expect a training camp announcement probably mid-July is, is probably where we're looking at it. You know, they'll have joint practices up in Green Bay. Uh, first one is against the Texans, but I think you'll probably have that last week of July as the starting point of training camp to go. And so between here and now, it's just kind of talking through and breaking down what we've seen so far, where they're going to go. Maybe they'll sign some of these vets that have tried out, whether it's David Johnson or – Joe Schobert, uh, I think Schobert's looked pretty good out there. I think David Johnson's looked pretty good. Do they bring him in now, or do they wait closer to camp? Um, those are some things to keep attention to. And then guys like Quan Alexander, where do they land up? I mean, I know fans have talked about bringing him back and, and such, but I think the Jets are probably more of a pairing for him, maybe uh, just because they have a bigger need. And he has familiarity with Robert Taylor, and I think that uh, Quan would be loved if he comes back, but Obviously, you know, he's not there, and I think Pete Warner is the guy that's going to be there. And so, something to keep up with and, and stuff. But, you know, between now, after today, and the next five weeks, I'd say, it's going to be pretty dead. So, uh, you yeah, know, if you got yeah. the old <laughs> say, um, or YouTube, go check right, it out. <laughs> right, just have some fun with it. Right, this is the time of year I, like, pull in old players. I think, I, I think I'm going to pull in a couple old fullbacks, Terrell Smith and Mike Carney, and just let them – I, I'm going to have go. like a, a two days of just fullback appreciation, talk to former players, hear the old stories, even though it's the off season. You know what? You follow guys like John, you listen to people like me, you can still get some Saints content that you can't get elsewhere. So, yeah, it might be the off season, but we don't stop. Right, John? That's right. You keep on turning. Got to keep the, the fans engaged, keep them uh, informed for sure. And, yeah, if you have Mike Carney on, just a story about Dallas in oh, 2006. Oh, he, I mean, a great he's, story in itself. He's told me about that one on the show before, and I was like, do you ever get tired of being asked about it? He's like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> Never. He's like, I yeah. get, he said, I get asked about that more than anything else. And he said, the other unfortunate thing is people are always like, oh, yeah, you were on the Super Bowl team. And he's like, no, I, I wasn't, unfortunately. So, yeah, that one hurt for him, <laughs> his first year away, and he's on the 1-15 the Rams team. But, no, Mike's a great guy, and – Anyway, uh, see, I, I can start talking about old Saints going on. And on. I got to let you go, John. I know you got work to do today. Appreciate you taking the time, man. All the best. Thanks, man. Appreciate you, too. You got it. That is John J. Hendricks. And we are out of time on the Great Scott Show. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Game six of the NBA Finals. Will we have a champion? Or will we have a game seven? Gus Catton, you'll be on with me tomorrow morning as well. we got plenty to talk about. In the meantime, the Dan Patrick Show is next on ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports.